so hot and sweaty right now. I literally walked all the way from my house to campus. I feel dead. Oh my god, but I'm loving walking with a little podcast in. It's just, oh, it's so good. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Warm Hugs podcast with me, Abby, and welcome to episode six. How are we already at episode six? What the hell? This episode today is sort of like a Spotify wrapped situation. We're going to be talking about my second year of uni and just second year wrapped, you know? Before we get into the episode though, of course I'm going to update you on what's been going on and give you the warm hug of the week for today. So where do I even start? We just had bank holiday weekend and I went home for the weekend which was so lovely. Um, I went home for a couple of days, I can't remember, Friday to Tuesday I'm pretty sure it was because I had a festival to go to on the Saturday which was so much fun. I went to Creamfield South in Chelmsford, it's the second year they've had it in the South and it's basically a house music festival which is kind of cool. I don't listen to as much house music as I used to but I kind of had to force myself back into the era, you know, of listening to house music. So I forced myself back into it and I had a really good time and I went with three of my very good friends and we just overall really enjoyed it. But I think I have contracted some kind of cold, head cold situ from the weekend. It could be a mixture of the Essex germs that's flying around there or it could be not having a jacket in the evening when it got a bit chilly. So I'm not too sure why this has happened, but here I am with a little cold. Not ideal, not ideal. I feel like I always need to drink some water when I start filming these episodes. I don't know why. Sorry, that was really gross, I know. So the headliner for Creamfields was Calvin Harris and he was so good. His set was incredible. He remixed Boys A Liar by Pink Pampheras into one of his own songs and oh my god, it was, I literally died on the spot. My friends looked over at me and they just knew, they knew I was vibing hard. Um, But he's just whole like set in general was so good and we stayed for the whole thing of course being the headliner he was the last act so then we had to fight the crowds to get back and make the last train back home and this is where the day took a turn we had such a good day vibing there was great food and drink there was expensive but you're at a festival so what do you expect um We had a great time, just vibing, great music, MK was really good, Carl Cox was really good, Camel Fat, kind of disappointed, can't lie, but we had had a great day until the very end when we had to leave, and we were fighting the crowds because we wanted to stay for all of Calvin Harris, but you can't blame us because Calvin Harris was so good. So we had our train booked for 11.45pm. And it finished at 11. And bearing in mind, the festival is only a 45-minute drive away from the station. Like, the park itself is only... No, that's a lie. Why did I say that? Rewind. The festival is only a 15-minute drive from the station. So the park that the festival was in was only a 15-minute drive away from the station. We were cutting it a bit close to begin with. 45 minutes to fight through the crowd to get to the station and for some reason at festivals they love they love to put like the shuttle buses or the exit so far away from the main point of the festival like they love to do it so that's already like a 10 minute walk in itself but we weren't too stressed because there were other trains after our train and the last train being at 12 35 so that gave us an hour and a half to make this 
20, 25 minute, half hour max journey. So you would have thought we would have done it, right? This is where you are incorrect. (laughs) We got to the point where you queue for the shell buses and it was just chaos. There was no order, there was no organisation, no one knew where they were going. Pure chaos. And we only saw about two shuttle buses every 20 minutes or even verging on half an hour. And I was like, surely they don't have just two shuttle buses taking thousands of people to the station. And the shuttle buses were basically like a normal kind of London or first bus sitch. Like they were a normal like double-decker bus. So we were edging closer to the front of the queue And we were like, at this point, it was like 10 to, no, it was like 20 to 12. So we were like, five minutes to get our train. We're not going to get it, but it's okay. We will get a train before the last one. So we're edging closer to the front of the queue. And then all of a sudden, as the shuttle bus finally approaches our line, because I think there's like three or four different queues to get on a shuttle bus. So as as the shuttle bus approaches our queue... like a tsunami of people just start pushing and shoving and because we're quite close to the front we're near the kind of barriers and I kid you not we get crushed into these barriers if my friend fell over and I wasn't holding on to her end of her and my other friend got her arm stuck so if she got pushed anymore goodbye to her arm we were very shaken up after this this experience. When I was speaking to people, oh yeah, like traumatic, we got crushed by barriers. I got two responses. One response was, oh, you're being dramatic. Like it wasn't that bad. Oh my God, yes, it was. I never want to experience that ever again. That was scary as we were literally all like shaking. Like it was horrible. The other response was like, oh yeah, but that's what you get for being like at the barrier for like a concert like that's what happens I was like honeys this this wasn't a concert this was just the shuttle bus queue we weren't prepared for this in the shuttle bus queue it was scary we came out of that shaking anyways we never got on that bus (laughs) but we got on the one after because after all the pushing and shoving people ended up getting in front of us and stuff like that but at this point we were contemplating paying 50 quid for an uber just to get us that 15 minute drive to the station not even to get us home just the 50 pound uber to get us to the station i kid you not but we got on the second bus and we were chugging along and i was looking at the time and i was like oh my god it's like 12 17 the last train is at 12 35 are we gonna make this because there was so much traffic on the roads as well and roads were being shut off left right and center by the police so I was like oh my god are we even gonna make this we got to the station with five minutes until the last train we ran we ran like our life depended on it there was so many stairs I I don't even want to talk about the stairs but we finally, finally made it onto that 12.35 train back home. And my friend's mum was a saviour and she picked us up the other end. She was going to pick us up from the other end regardless. But the fact that it was so much later than we planned, I was like, you are a saint. Because we got back about 10 to 1 in the morning. Bless her. I was terrified we were going to get stuck in Chelmsford. So I was frantically texting my mum and dad before we made the train. And they were like, you'll make it, you'll make it, don't worry, don't worry. And I was like, no, we're going to be stuck here till the first train back, which is like 6am. Like, I'm I'm scared, I don't want... And my dad was like, look, you're half an hour drive away, we can come get you. And I was like, thank you, but don't worry, we'll, we'll sort this out, we'll sort this out. So yeah, that was my festival experience. And I woke up the next day feeling so hungover, but I literally had like nothing to drink. So I was like, how do I feel hungover right now? It was mad. It was quite, it was quite um, an interesting way to wake up after the festival. And my three other friends that I went with did the next day as well, which they said was better, which is interesting because the Sunday's never usually the better day. But they said it was better. Um, But hats off to them for doing another day. I think I would have just like, 
purely died on the spot. I don't think I'm built for that. Um, but yeah, that was my festival experience on the weekend and the weather really pulled through for it as well. It was blue skies, it was lovely and hot. Uh, my outfit kind of pulled through as well. It was simple but effective. I wore my really, really beaten up Air Forces and my parents were like, why are you wearing those grubby things? Like, wear my shoes. Like, wear... My mum was like, wear my new Air Forces. And I was like, no, mum, they're going to get even more ruined, so don't worry. And I was correct. They did get quite beaten up again at the festival, which is why I opted for my clubbing shoes. Um, I also wore my new black parachute pants, which I am in love with. I didn't think I'd like parachute pants as much as I do, but oh my god, I love them. At first I was like, they aren't really my vibe, but I'm mistaken. I think I can make them my vibe. So I wore those with a little like, um, electric blue kind of cropped vest racer style top um which was really cute and my friend literally as soon as she saw, saw me she was like blue is your color and I was like stop it and then I had my hair in plaits I had like two little plaits um on the top of my head and the rest of my hair was like wavy slash crimped kind of vibe and I added blue eyeliner with my makeup which I think rounded off the outfit perfectly so I was very impressed with my outfit I've come to terms with the fact that live music is so good you can't beat live music no matter what it is whether it's a festival whether it's a little tribute band or a little like act in a pub whether it's a big concert it's just so good. Oh my god, I love live music so much. The rest of my weekend was really chilled, actually. I met my my aunt in the shopping centre the next day and we just grabbed a coffee and some lunch, which was lovely because it was her 40th birthday, which I missed. So it was nice to see her and do a little wholesome celebration with her. And then the Monday I met with Sammy, one of my uni friends. We had brunch in one of our favourite places back home. Um, we're always there. <laughs> we are literally always there. Um, and we had a cute little brunch before she jets off to America for nine weeks. So I won't see her now. But she's going to have so much fun and I'm going to be living vicariously through her Instagram. Which I can't wait for. And then I came back to uni on Tuesday and it's now Thursday and today I am going to film the podcast episode maybe edit it a bit and I'm gonna do some baking later on I'm in my baking era guys I'm loving it I am loving baking it's so much fun I had so much to catch you up on just then wow I quite like doing a little story times this is fun I'm gonna give you my warm hug of the week for this week which I am super excited to tell you about. Um, this time round it is a product. I don't know if I've ever done like an actual like product as a warm hug. Um, I'm trying to get up the name of it. I should have been a little more prepared. My warm hug for the week is a foundation so my girlies out there who like a bit of makeup this one is for you but also my girlies out there who don't wear that much makeup either because this is a very lightweight foundation which is perfect for the summer which is why I'm going to give it to you now guys so it's by collection which is quite an affordable drugstore makeup brand um as you guys probably know, it's called the Gorgeous Glow Filter Finish. Quite a mouthful, but just look for the bottle that has filter finish in massive writing by collection. And it is $7.99, which is a bargain for a foundation. And I think it is a dupe for some kind of high-end foundation. I have a feeling it's a dupe for a Charlotte Tilbury product, but I have no idea. 
but basically it's a foundation which is really really lightweight really light coverage so it's perfect for the summer also perfect for my girlies that don't wear much makeup it gives you such like a healthy glowy dewy kind of base which is so cute and I wore I wear it a lot actually I'm wearing it currently I know you can't see me but I'm wearing it currently and I wore it for the festival and it wore pretty well throughout the day as well I did have to top up um after I put it on with some concealer because it is quite lightweight and my skin is kind of breaking out and I've got really bad eye bags right now but that paired with the collection last imperfection concealer which is a classic they work so well together and also the applicator for the foundation is really cool it's on a really big kind of like spongy applicator you know the applicators of um concealers it's that but like times 10 like it's a big version of that and it is such a good foundation it's a very weird warm hug for the week but I thought I'd share it with you guys regardless because it's such a good foundation and I want to get you guys on it you won't regret it it's gorgeous okay so time to get into today's episode finally which is second year uni wrapped I am nearly two weeks into my summer break now because I handed my last coursework piece in nearly two weeks ago now and it's been quite nice to not have to worry about any deadlines, not have to worry about any Lumen essays and not really have to stress about going to the library and just being able to do what I want to do but I have also been really busy so (laughs) I've basically just been doing everything that I was doing but now without the guilt of oh I should be doing my uni work you get what I mean but I just want to talk you through the highlights of my second year but also I like to keep it real with you guys on this podcast so I'd like to touch upon some lowlights from the year as well maybe if you guys are going into second year and you just want like a bit of advice these are kind of like my do's and don'ts sort of sit you um if you're starting uni and you're a bit scared to start uni hopefully this will bring you some comfort to show you that uni is a big mix of highs and lows it's not just all highs as people tend to think it is And I also want to touch upon my third year plans, what I'm excited for next year and sort of my expectations for third year as I will be starting third year in September. Scary, the the final, final year. Starting off with the highs. So one of the first um, highlights I want to touch upon um, briefly is I feel like a common one to say for your second and third year and I feel like it's a quite a predictable thing to say is a highlight but it's living in a house this time around other than halls don't get me wrong halls was so fun and I will touch upon that later on but living in a house seems a lot more chilled and wholesome it's a very very different experience to halls it kind of feels more grown up in a way because you're actually living in a house. It feels a little more comfortable because you've chosen the people that you want to live with, which don't worry if that doesn't end up going according to plan. A lot of that has happened this year with people I know. I'm not going to name names or anything, but at this uni, at different unis... A lot of people have found living in a house to be a bit more intense regarding friendships and I don't know what it is but it has been a strain with some people and their relationships with others but you make it work and it's absolutely fine and nothing is perfect. It's all a learning experience most of the time. This is all of our first times 
living with people who aren't just our family so it is a learning experience and you're not going to get it right first time so just don't if you are going into second year or if you're going into third year with new people just don't put too much pressure on it going perfectly there might be some hiccups if there's not great pleasantly surprised but it's I feel like it's when you put pressure on it to go according to plan um that's when hiccups can happen but yeah living in a house has just been very chilled very wholesome and I feel like it has felt more real if you know what I mean it doesn't feel like a holiday home it felt it's felt more real the perk of also living in a house is having an actual like lounge like having an actual like place with like sofas having a tv so you don't have to cram in a tiny little room in a flat watching telly from someone's laptop which we used to do a lot we can now sit on sofas with some blankets get cozy turn the telly on and watch whatever it it would it was a good positive that has come out of living in a house for sure and I know it sounds so silly and for people who don't go to uni you might be thinking why are you raving about having a lounge like when you don't have it for a year you don't it's like the saying you don't know what you've got until it's gone kind of thing like having a lounge is underrated guys it's great sticking with the kind of theme of what usually goes on in your second and third year another highlight for me was picking my own modules for my course in the first year we just got six core modules that we had to do we didn't we couldn't choose it we just had to do it like it was it was just what we had to do whereas in second year we actually got to pick four of them and we had two core modules and then going into third year we um get to pick four modules again and there's no core modules so as you go through uni you get to pick more and it just made the course more interesting I felt more invested I felt more engaged because I had chosen to do the modules it just felt a bit more fun and free and again that kind of feeling more grown up came into play because I was like oh wow like I'm actually able to make decisions for myself which if you know me I can't make decisions at all um so it's it was an interesting experience but just overall it made me feel more grown up and it just made the whole course feel more interesting and I felt as though I was actually like shaping the course to be what I want it to be and kind of do the things I originally came to uni to do if you know what I mean so yeah picking modules is a lot of fun and definitely enhances your uni experience and if you are first year going into second year you've got that to look forward to I hope because I think most this is the case in most unis I think I'm not sure I could be wrong Second year brought around, like I said previously, a lot of chilled and wholesome vibes. It was just, I feel like first year was so much fun, don't get me wrong, but the vibes in first year were more chaos and just feral energy, which was, it was fun, like club rats and stuff, you know, that kind of vibe. Whereas for second year, we channeled a more like wholesome energy with also still going out enjoying ourselves shaking our asses on the dance floor but there was more like wholesome activities also sprinkled into the experience and two of which have stood out to me a lot which I'm now going to tell you about so the first one is and I will not stop going on about this the roast dinner that we had oh my goodness gracious me it was insane. So we went out for a roast dinner in October time for one of my friend's 20th birthdays. It was like the end of October. 
it was her 20th birthday celebrations we went to this gorgeous pub which another one of our friends recommended to us um and we went there on a sunday and they did a student discount as well which was beautiful i think it was 10 or 15 percent but honestly any percent is a good percent for me (laughs) so we did that and the whole roast literally cost us like 13 pounds like it was really cheap for a roast dinner in my opinion and they did a gorgeous veggie roast oh my god I can't remember exactly like what it was like I don't like fully remember what it was but it was stunning and I could eat that roast over and over again the fact that they did a good veggie roast as well gave them brownie points and I was sitting next to Manya who is my little American friend a quick little plug she's co-hosting the coffee hour with me starting from September so be sure to tune in to the coffee hour when it returns because there'll be two of us um but I was sitting next to her and she's from America and she's never had a roast dinner before and this was her first ever roast and let me tell you I am so happy that was her first ever roast she started off on a banger and I don't know if any roast is ever gonna top that because that was kind of insane it was so good so that was one wholesome moment we um had we also went to the SU bar on campus after the roast dinner um to watch some bands perform because my housemate was playing in one of the bands so we just had a great little wholesome day it was it was so much fun the second activity we did which was very wholesome was pottery painting now it was kind of a pain to get there and back don't get me wrong like we had to get taxis the signal was bad so then we couldn't book taxis so then some of us got the bus like it was a pain to get there and then we had to go back obviously to pick up our stuff oh my god the faff the faff but it was worth it it was such a wholesome experience and I feel like we it was like something to do where we could bond with each other but also like because we'd already established the these like deep-rooted friendships in first year and we also most of us went away together for a couple of days in Brighton during the summer last year we are all really close anyway so we didn't need to necessarily bond but I felt like it was another good opportunity for us to just chill out together do a cute activity but also have a little chin wag as well because going out drinking isn't for everyone so this was an activity that everyone could do in the group but also even when you are going out and drinking you're not necessarily speaking a whole lot of the time because music is playing and all of that so it was just nice to kind of like sit down with not much distraction and just be cute and vibe so it's quite nice that in second year there was less pressure put on friendships and less pressure put on making friends which was definitely another highlight for second year for me because I felt I put a lot of strain on myself to make sure that I was making friends in first year because you do you don't want to be alone you don't want to not have any friends because that is like that's tough it's just nice to not have as much of a pressure on that in second year for sure can I just quickly say though pottery painting it is a wholesome cute activity but I found it so stressful I've done pottery painting twice this year already and we're on the 1st of June today so I've done it twice already and every time I've gone pottery painting I've literally held my breath I have been so bloody stressed doing it it's so stressful for me because I don't want to mess it up but it's just pottery painting it's not that deep but yeah it it is um it is a stressful, stressful experience to say the least. Next up is the highlight of starting the podcast. Hi guys. And also having the radio show, The Coffee Hour. That has been such a big step for me to do because I was always interested in it in first year. 
but I was too scared to do it. I was scared what people would have thought. I was scared that I didn't know if I was doing it properly. I was scared I'd be out of my depth. I was scared of just initially taking that first step and being like, oh, can I do this, please? Like, training for it, learning how to use it, or like, it was scary for me. So all of these thoughts running around little freshers Abby's head, I was like, no, not this year. But second year, I was just like, you know what? When am I going to say yes? Because time is running out. I'm not here forever. I have these incredible opportunities laid out in front of me. I have the equipment laid out in front of me, which is very good equipment that I can use for free. And I'm going to be building a portfolio, which didn't hurt anyone, you know. I still will probably be unemployed for quite a while after uni. That's just how it's going to go. But at least I have a portfolio to maybe help me move somewhere. We'll see. But I am so happy that I took those opportunities this year. And I'm so happy that I've started up the podcast. We're on episode six already. I've got the radio show. I've done that for nearly a year. Like, it's all going great. I'm returning back to the radio show in September. And... The podcast will carry on going, don't you worry. It's just not too consistent and I'm really sorry about that. But I'm doing the best I can, okay? Please don't shout. It's just been great and I'm so happy that I made myself take these opportunities and not get scared of them. And my last highlight that I could think of for second year, don't get me wrong, this year has been a really good year. There's probably way more highlights that I have kind of missed but these are the ones that I could think of the top of my head so the last highlight that I have is actually having a job this year and earning some money my one piece of advice for if you're coming to uni is either save up quite a lot before you come but also try and have a job when you're here but don't have like a full like a full-on hectic job where you're working hours and hours and don't have any time to see anyone or do anything try your best to find a job that's more relaxed and kind of allows you to have time to focus on uni time to socialize time to make friends time to do plans but also you've got shifts line up you've got money coming in because earning money has helped me out a ton this year and I felt a lot less stressed financially I've also upped my cooking game because I've actually had money to spend on better food shops like don't get me wrong I'm still going to Aldi I'm still trying to budget as much as possible and I'm not going mental spending so much money every week but I'm able to buy a few more things that I wouldn't have necessarily been able to like justify buying in first year because I didn't have that kind of income to help me out. So having a job, I really underestimated the power that a job would have on how comfortable I felt being at uni. I've been able to go out a lot more, enjoy myself a lot more, go out for lunches, not stress if someone says, oh, shall we grab this for dinner? Because... I now have some sort of income to kind of fund it, if you will. Don't get me wrong, it's not a mass amount, but every little genuinely does help. And the job that I have now, I am keeping for my third year, which will be lovely. So, yay, whoopee. Keeping it real with you guys, I'm going to move on to a few lowlights that have happened this year. None of them are serious. Don't worry. (laughs) None of them are terribly serious. Like, it's okay. But I thought I'd keep it real and show you that uni is not all rainbows and butterflies like it's made out to be. There are tough times. There are times when you're like, oh my God, like this place, like what the hell? Don't stress, you know? Everyone does have their down days at uni. One low light I briefly touched upon earlier, which I said I'll come back to, is not living on campus anymore. I took living in halls for granted. It was so easy. It was so convenient 
to have everything around you to roll out of bed 20 minutes before your first lecture like it's so convenient to live on campus and it's so nice to have your friends within like a five minute walk from you even if they live in different accommodations now we're in houses we're dotted all over the city I say all over the city not really like we are still kind of in a confined area and I feel like I shouldn't be taking it for granted that my friends still live down the road because over summer and when we graduate and leave we're then going to be dispersed all over the UK again so it's nice to have them all like in a bubble here but just living on campus like everyone is so close to you it's so much nicer so nice so if you're starting uni don't take it for granted enjoy living on campus it also felt very carefree living in the flat like it was a lot less serious if things went wrong they would get sorted there's cleaners coming in like it is a lot easier and carefree to live in halls and I feel like there's such like a fun chaotic energy in halls I don't know like I'm glad I got the halls experience 100% and I would go back into halls 100% but there's no point in looking back and being like oh damn wish I made more of that no I'm happy with my first year experience I've said this before I am so happy with how it went I definitely lived it how I wanted to live my first year and I'm so happy I had the halls experience because now I can look back on it fondly and be like oh the chaos it was so fun it was so carefree so yeah being off of campus has its pros and cons the highlight of having your own house and having a lounge yes but the low light of it not being convenient anymore people being a bit more spread out also if your house like our second year house now is in a bad location it's not a terrible location like where we are is lovely it's very residential very quiet very safe very pretty like it's a nice place to live but in terms of getting to places as in the transport to campus the transport to town kind of that it is an arse ache so if you are looking to go into a house for your next year of uni kind of look at location as a prime like checklist if you know what I mean staying on the house situ the house being cold was a big low light for me was not my finest hour because heating systems in houses is a lot different to when you're living in halls and uh, I think our house is quite old so the heating system it doesn't work like it probably should be working our house got very very cold in November December when we came back after Christmas it wasn't too bad surprisingly but November December it was freezing but we had a very cold winter anyways and I couldn't turn on my radiator because a massive like chest of drawer unit thing shelving thingy my wobby was in front of my radiator and I couldn't move it so for those two months I was shivering in my room like the rest of the house was cold but my room was freezing it was so cold to the point where I was sleeping in so many layers I was sleeping in socks ill I know I was sleeping in socks I was sleeping in long jogging bottoms a vest an oversized tee a hoodie and my dressing gown with a blanket over me and then my duvet I kid you not I was sleeping like that and I didn't get too hot but don't get me wrong, I, I wasn't too cold because I was layered up. But it was an experience to say the least. And then when my dad helped me move back for Christmas, he ended up moving my like chest of drawer unit that was blocking my radiator and managed to turn my radiator on. So when I came back after Christmas, it was a bit warmer. Thank goodness it was not fun. And I never had that issue in first year because... My radiator I could turn on and off. First year halls anyway was really hot. Um, 
Anyways, there's two more lowlights to go through. One of them is because second year is the year where stuff starts to count towards your final overall grade when you graduate, naturally you're going to stress more about the marks on your assessments, how well you're doing them, if you're doing it properly and just like your grade in general. In first year I worried a bit but I was just worrying because I wanted to pass the year which is so easy to pass first year. I know people say this but trust me it is so easy to pass first year. There wasn't necessarily this stress over marks. But in second year, I have definitely felt more pressure when it came to summative season to do well. When we were getting results back, I was getting very anxious over them. And it was just, it was a scary experience to say the least. And I'm not looking forward to third year with that. I can't lie. I'm very scared for how I'm going to cope in third year with the stress of it all. But I think I'm proud of myself for how well I have done. I've done the best of my ability. I don't know my overall grades right now, but I'm happy regardless. Like I did as well as well as I could have. Also, I was listening to this podcast by Megan Short called Life's Your Bitch. If you haven't listened to Life's Your, Life's Your Bitch go give it a listen. Honestly, it's so good. She just released a podcast episode of being one year post-grad. So she was just speaking about her experience of how it feels to not be at uni for a year and how it feels to have graduated and all of this. And in the podcast, she said, don't stress too much about your uni work. Easier said than done and honestly it's natural for you to stress about your uni work when you're at uni because summative season is a lot of pressure and in her podcast she did also say that she wouldn't listen to herself then nor would she have listened to herself now so she was even saying it's hard I know but don't stress too much about your uni work because at the moment in the current job climate which I'm praying it will change soon but who knows no matter if you've got a 2-2 a 2-1 a first it's still so hard to get a job like so hard to get a job so her point was if I've got a first but my friend's got a 2-2 we're both going to struggle to get jobs so why did I stress so much about getting a first that was her kind of like wavelength where she was going with things I think it's easier for you guys to understand what I'm saying if you listen to the podcast episode so if I can I'll I'll put a link somewhere on this episode for you guys to go listen to it or just listen to her in general she's great love her podcast she keeps it so real she was just saying like try to just enjoy your uni experience like yes you're going to stress about work but just don't stress about it too much also enjoy just being at uni because it goes so quickly and I agree with that bit it does go very quick like I've finished my second year yet now I've only got one year left what the hell I feel like I've been at this uni for like six months excuse me what do you mean I've done with my second year the stress of the grades this year has been a low light and I think it will be another low light for third year but I'm just gonna try and cope with it as best I can I think that's all I can do my last low light is a bit of a silly one but it is a low light for me okay it's feeling too old I turned 20 which a lot of people do in second year some people even turn 21 22 uni is full of all ages but I turned 20 this year along with most of my friends and I feel so old like going clubbing especially at the beginning of second year going clubbing I felt so old because it was just full of like the fresh 18 19 year olds and I was like I'm 20 this is strange turning 20 sent me into a crisis anyway not as much as turning 19 did though turning 19 sent me into more of a crisis than turning 20 and I don't really know why (laughs) no idea why that happened but I did have a bit of crisis turning 20 I was like oh 
my god i've finally come to terms with the fact that i am 20 years old now i've finally like come to terms with it but i feel so old and it's just reminding yourself you're not old you're literally 20 like go out party have fun have drinks enjoy it you're you're 20 you are young but in my mind I'm like oh my god I am old so yeah I feel like I've had that kind of like battle in my mind for a lot of second year being like oh no I'm old now grandma era and then also no you're not you're 20 you're so young like go out do things it's been like a battle it's been like a tug of war throughout second year for sure But with the mixture of my lowlights and my highlights, second year has been a great year and I'm just loving the uni experience so far. Like honestly, I'm so glad I came to uni. I am really enjoying it. It's definitely an experience to say the least. I'm never gonna get an experience like this ever again. So I'm just trying to really go for it and just experience everything. Moving on to the last part of the podcast episode for today is my third year plan. So I've got a few things to chat you guys through. Firstly, starting off with the fact that we're moving into a new house. I'm very excited. I'm kind of sad because I'm not going to be living with the people that I've lived with since Freshers Week in first year. We're splitting up sadly, which is really upsetting. But the girls that I am moving in with are absolutely lovely, know them very well, they're part of the big friendship group, so I know them very, very well, so I'm very excited for that. It's kind of a bittersweet moment. I'm excited for the new beginnings, but I'm also sad to see this kind of streak of living with these girls go. But I'll see them no matter what, because we are literally like, we know everything about each other, we've lived together for two years, like, I know them so well, I can't just, like, be, not be friends with them anymore are you joking our new house has a much nicer location i can actually walk to campus within like 15 minutes which is so nice especially me being in my walking era at the moment i'm so excited to do that um the location is just so much nicer i am also excited for a new room i've got a new room my biggest room so far and it's so nice Yes, my rent is going to be a little bit more than it is this year, but it makes sense for a nicer house, a newer house, um, a closer location to campus, so already you're going to be paying more for that, and a new big room. Um, So it makes sense why my rent is more expensive, and I've just got a plan ahead for it. I can make it work. There's no stress. In the third year house as well, I'm very excited to establish some kind of routine because the girls I'm going to be living with, they love their routines and I love mine, but I haven't been able to establish a proper one that I could keep to. So I'm hoping next year I can definitely find some kind of routine. I'm not going to be too strict with it. I'm just going to go with the motions. Um, But I'm definitely excited to kind of find a routine to kind of go with I'm going to join the gym um which the rest of the house joined as well and it's just going to be great fun I'm so excited I'm excited to choose the modules for next year I mean I've chosen them so I hope I get on the modules that I have chose uh, but that's just going to make the whole kind of degree and workload a bit more bearable because I've chosen what I want to do which is exciting. I am expecting stress and I did make that known in my notes just now in brackets, expect stress. Um, Yes, I am expecting some stress to do with my grades, but I'm just, I'm hoping it will be bearable because of the modules I have chose. And our dissertation was optional, so I chose not to do a diss. And I know a lot of people will be like side-eyeing me right now, but I have spoken it through with my advisor And he said, if you're not looking to do like another kind of extended qualification or more education, like for example, do a master's or something like that, then the DIS isn't really necessary. It's kind of necessary if you're going on to do like another qualification, Um, which I 
don't want to do a master's because I feel like I'd want to do a master's just to stay at uni and in my mind what is the point of that that you don't get proper funding for a master's so I don't think I'll be doing one I'm also excited for the fact that it is our last year which is very sad I can't lie the lot the final year what the hell it is our last year but I know for a fact we will make the most of it which is why I am excited we will be making the most of being at uni for our last year it always happens to me I hate school or sixth form and then it gets to the last year of being at school in sixth form and I have the best year because I'm like oh my god why did I spend so long hating it I actually love it so I'm expecting myself to kind of have that same reaction after all this kerfuffle I lost the ending of that episode oh it's okay we're back now I fixed it we didn't lose too much I can't remember where I left off um but I think I was talking about what I was excited for for third year and I had one more thing to say and I the last thing that I was excited for was for all the wholesome fun activities we're gonna do we're all very much girlies who love organization so hopefully there'll be like fajita nights there'll be like pizza and wine nights there'll be like board game nights we'll sit down to watch bake-off i'm a celeb love island all of that there's a mixture in the house of people who don't go out and people who like to go out so I think like the mixture of like the wholesome nights in but also the feral nights out will be really good for me because I love a good mixture of both I'm not necessarily one who wants to go out all the time but I'm also would like to go out here and there you know so I think it's gonna be really good for me and I'm really excited big thing everyone turns 21 next year so incoming 21st birthday celebrations I don't know why 21 is so popular in the UK like I get why it's a big birthday in America but in the UK I'm not sure why it's such a big deal but it's just an excuse to like celebrate have parties decorate all cute like it's gonna be good and I'm so excited big things are to come next year it's really bittersweet kind of leaving second year but also starting third year like there's a lot of change going on it can be scary but I'm also excited but I'm also sad like I'm there's such mixed emotions going on about the next chapter oh I don't know I'm getting a bit emotional thinking about it I don't want second year to be over oh no don't cry Thank you guys so much for watching. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Because of what just happened with the episode and me losing it and oh my god, so much chaos just went on. I was meant to film another one straight after this, but I don't have enough time in this room on this book-in to film it. I might be able to squeeze it in before I move home for the summer. I'll have to see how things go. But thank you so much for listening. That was my second year uni wrapped. I hope you enjoyed. Please let me know like how you've got on. I want to know your highs and lows as well. Let me know. I love you guys so, so, so much. Thank you so much for all the support. Thank you for listening. And I'll speak to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.